This is Valley Watch on Arizona's news station, KTAR News 92.3 FM. Hello and welcome to Valley Watch, a show that's brought to you by our good friends at Bonneville Broadcasting. We're down here at the KTAR studios in Midtown Phoenix. I'm Rob McDade. I'm a captain with the Phoenix Fire Department. I work in our public affairs shop. Sitting to the right of me, obviously, we have not yet turned this into a YouTube channel show. People are in their cars, you get hiking. You get a prolonged intro. YouTube, that voice and you hear. To, yes. to better describe it as, what is this show? What is public affairs? What is public what affairs? What is Valley Watch? What is Valley Watch? What, what, why are we all here? What is our existence Okay, wait, that's another show. That voice you hear is Allie Party. Uh, she is also works in public affairs with Phoenix Fire. Allie, welcome. Thank you. I'm telling her welcome to her own show. I just that smile she and nod. with me. Yes. <laughs> I'm excited today. We have a good guest today. Mm-hmm. We have a good friend of ours who's also a public information officer. Uh, Captain Scott Douglas wears a lot of hats. He's been in, a, I've been in incident management teams over here where all of a sudden he's safety. He could be paramedic support he can be the PIO uh, Scott Douglas welcome thank you thanks for having me today guys I appreciate it you have a uh, dynamic job you uh, you've been on the fire department almost 20 years you're a captain paramedic uh, you've worked on busy trucks but right now why don't you describe to us what your position is and what it is that you do sure sure thanks for having me again um, currently I'm a public information officer on B shift which has been a very interesting and learn and great learning experience for me that's very rewarding in the sense that I get to interact with the community in a whole different level so Excited to be able to work 24-hour shifts, respond to calls, interact with the media, interact with the public, and uh, bring a, a different level of service, speaking Spanish as well, to our community. Good segue. I yeah, you really plugged, there, plugged that in at the last second, the fact that you are <laughs> our bilingual PIO, which is one of your biggest hats, if we're going to keep describing that. <laughs> yes. um, we call on you a lot. So when we're working on certain safety messaging or we have certain media events, you are our go-to Spanish speaker delivering safety messaging for the Phoenix Fire Department. Absolutely. So as one of the whitest guys on the job, I was able to <laughs> learn Spanish uh, about 20 years ago when I lived down at the bottom of South America in Tierra del Fuego area for a couple years. So I picked up Spanish down there and was able to bring that back. And it's been a very helpful and useful tool uh, here in the Phoenix Fire Department. So to provide context, mm-hmm. you did not know Spanish before that trip, and then you learned it there. Correct. Well, I worked a few summers in the trade, so I spoke some of the uh, okay. not-so-good Spanish, right? <laughs> some of the, the, the foul language mm-hmm. Spanish. But besides that, no, I didn't speak any. That is wild. How long did it take you? So I would say after about two to three months of working with people and living, building houses, uh, doing the the work that we were doing Mm -hmm. and immersing yourself with only Spanish speakers, you're able to converse fairly fluently. So were the people you were working with bilingual in any sense or were they strictly Spanish speaking? Uh, There was a few Americans down there, but the vast majority of them were all Spanish speakers in the southern part of Chile where I was at. That immersion is really how it gets done, right? My children, I've got three. Well, they're grown. I say my children, my grown adult. Children. They're still your children. Yes. As they much are. as they grow, it doesn't matter. <laughs> if they're still on my cell phone bill, then are they? And they, they always Definitely. will be. Yes, right. <laughs> That's that rite of passage, right? When do you actually disconnect from your. I don't know, Allie. When do you actually disconnect from your. I don't your know, parents? Rob. I don't feel like being attacked right now. <laughs> Allie's still on her parents' phone bill, too. Okay. No, I'm just you know what? Shout out to mom and dad out there. You know, these millennials, we're doing, we're doing our best. 
Inflation yes, is high, un- okay? Unfairly. Go- Look at this. She gives the, 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 the bright-eyed, bushy-tail, smartest one in the room here, and we're just attacking her. That's not very fair. Get us back. What's Don't new? Worry. <laughs> yes, I digress. So my children went through the Cape Creek School District, and uh, they went to Spanish Immersion. Half of the day, Spanish only. It started in kindergarten. And in fact, <clears throat> excuse me, there were signs that said, for the parents, we no English, right? And the thing, and I thought, no, there's no chance that now all three of them uh, are, are Spanish speaking. And awesome. I'm sure you can attest to this, right? It's, I think if, 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 use it or lose it, right? So when we've taken trips to Mexico, I've noticed day three, they are right back at it. But I feel like they maybe stumble right when we get there. Maybe speak to the, how, how, crucial it is for you to use it exercise those muscles absolutely it's just like a muscle like you say if you're not using it you're going to lose it and uh as kind of a public safety announcement from our end we encourage those people that are maybe pursuing a career in the fire service to go ahead and take those classes because it's only going to benefit you in the city of phoenix specifically and in the state of arizona Um, statistically speaking uh, currently the last census stated that about 40 percent of arizonans are of latino descent and in also in the state of Arizona, about 20% of those people are speaking Spanish in their homes daily. So wow. we understand the importance of Spanish in our community. Our Spanish-speaking uh, multimedia outlets, um, Telemundo, Univision, and then we've got other uh, radio stations and some publications. We, we have to get that information to them because that's a part of our public that needs to be served. Uh, generational families have lived in Phoenix um, and some of the older folks in those homes or the generationally, unfortunately, never got around to really fully having English. And so these safety messages need to get to them. Describe maybe on a scene, a larger scene that you go to. Uh, we've got the normal media that we know, right? Channel 12, 15, 3, 5, 10, the news media and all that. But we always K-T-A-R. set aside KTAR radio. You're right. Thank you. <laughs> As right. we're here in their studios. Uh but I'm, I imagine they get excited when they see you because if, if another PIO is there like myself or uh, Captain Todd Keller or our new PIO, Joe Huggins, um, they'll interview us, but then they have to go back to their studios and then they dub over Spanish in them. I'm sure they're excited when they see you It's it, and you're at a scene like that. Absolutely. So I've been able to form some great relationships. There's a lot of stakeholders in the city of Phoenix and, and definitely our uh, Univision, Telemundo and some of those other folks that speak Spanish uh, in the in the outlets, those media outlets, it's very important that we reach, reach out to them as well. Um, our message is one of safety and being able to provide a very important service. So we want to make sure that from fire service to medical services, technical rescue, um, whether it's holidays, things like that that are coming up, that we share those emergency messages with those people. That way everybody's safe because everybody needs to be protected and everybody needs to have the resources, at least the understanding of what they need to do in an emergency situation, what our role is as the Phoenix Fire Department in delivering that service. And so it is important that we're able to articulate that in a way that reaches that community. And you do a great job on the scene of those active reports or incidents, but we also really focus on that proactive messaging as well. So when it comes to community risk reduction and looking at certain neighborhoods and demographics and as to what type of incidents are impacting different groups of people. And so how can we better serve that? Okay, well, that's making sure that we have bilingual flyers about 
smoke alarms. That's bilingual water safety, drowning prevention information and ensuring that social media is translated and all that type of stuff. So I know not only is the Phoenix Fire Department doing their best at that, but also the city of Phoenix's communications office and the Phoenix Police Department as well. Yeah, when you look at the statistics, it's uh, I mean, it's no secret, right? We 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 live in southern, you know, we're 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 a we're a you know southwest part of the country. Mm-hmm. Um, when you look at the demographics, Los Angeles, the number two radio station, so LA is the second largest media market in the world. The number two radio station is Spanish speaking. The number three TV station is Spanish speaking. Wow. I I know that our numbers are are not as high, but we're close to that. So it would be a dereliction of duty for us if we didn't make sure that we provided that for them. And Ali made a good point. It's not only the the what we would call in the news business, right? The spot news, right? If it, there's a mountain rescue or there's a you know a fire that's immediately happening, but I know that you've been invited to speak about proactive stuff, right? So what we do, we just did our we did our turkey drop where uh-huh. we blew up a turkey. Yep. Yep. We've got our Christmas tree uh, example of what happens when you leave a Christmas tree too long. When they're there, I notice they actually spend more time with you sometimes than the English-speaking stations here because they take the time, don't they, to, to do long-form story. Absolutely, yeah. The, the Spanish culture that we have in the Southwest is very prominent, and we can see that anywhere you go. So it is important to be able to reach that community, uh, the relationships that we've been able to form, like you said, not only in the emergency incidents, but being able to be preventative that in a way, for example, doing the turkey drop and things like that. The Spanish media, they're very... Uh, interested in making sure we can share that story. So they take the time, like you said, they take the time to ask all the questions and make sure that their their people, their understanding is is at point with the highest level of service that we can provide. And, and we try to articulate that to them in a way that keeps them safe. That's a good point. Very family oriented, uh-huh. yep. right? Absolutely. And so I, for myself being fortunate <laughs> enough to be a PIO back from 2015, I can remember that I would get at first, I thought it was out of the norm because I wasn't getting these requests from, you know, Channel 12 or 10 or mm-hmm. KTAR. And if a tragedy happened um, with a child in a car or a television set fell on top of somebody from a dresser, mm-hmm. it was almost always the Spanish-speaking stations that wanted to come and talk to me about, hey, how do we keep children safe in the home? Uh, extension cords, uh, the drapes, right, with the cords and all of that. Maybe speak to, are, are you? do you notice when you do get those requests, it is about that public safety. Not that the other stations don't concentrate on that, but boy, I, I tell you that Spanish-speaking stations are really, it, it's a big deal. Absolutely, yeah. They're very family-oriented. They're very community-involved. Uh, they're involved with their churches. They're involved with the, the school programs. And so making sure that they get those messages to their to their community is very important to them. Um, they've got my personal cell number, and that phone rings <laughs> day and night. Uh, and I encourage those relationships with them because that helps keep them uh, understanding how important they are to us as members of the Phoenix Fire Department as well as as to their community. Allie, when I look at sort of what the, what we try to accomplish with our social media and when we try to get that safety messaging out, I know that we've been working in earnest, right? And everything comes down to resources. Mm-hmm. And yeah. as we all know, across the country, it's limited. But we've been wanting to build out Spanish speaking, and we are working on it, those outlets for us, those social media accounts. And Aaron Bursell, who works in our uh, studio and all that, maybe in the in the time there, I'd love to talk about how, where you're at with that and how we need to further that in using the resources like someone like Scott Douglas. 
So knowing that we are the fifth largest fire department in the country and that we have a very large portion of our population that is Spanish speaking, we, of course, want to cater to every single one of our customers. And with that, that includes Spanish speaking safety messaging or customer service when you're responding to a 911 call. However, everyone has their challenges, if you will, with staffing. And how do we run a Spanish social media account? And there are so many different things that we continue to learn and overcome with those challenges. But one thing that we really want to impress on our community is ensuring that they have translations available on their phones because our social media account, the Phoenix Fire Department, is available in Spanish if you just enable your translations on your smartphone devices. So instead of having two separate accounts, it's very easy to see our tweets in Spanish. Just enable those notifications. That's That's fabulous. Great message. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Scott, thank you for joining us today. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on TV hearing you on the radio and all that you've done. Allie, thanks again for, of course, being a fantastic Thank co-host. Thank you. Appreciate she, it. She makes us all look oh, yeah, better. She, she, You're welcome. On this. Great addition to our department, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, thanks for joining us at Valley Watch for all of your local public safety messaging. And make sure to check out all the Phoenix Fire Department social media on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, and let's have a safe and happy, you know, holidays as we head into the new year. Thanks for joining us.